This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And this is Sip of Success. So what's up, Matt? How you been? I've been pretty good. How about you? This is your first time on the Um, podcast in a while. I know. It feels weird. I had a doctor's appointment last week, last minute. So, and I couldn't schedule it because we all know about the state of the world and doctor's appointments right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's an interesting one. Um, I know. So I'm glad to be back on. I miss being here and talking to you. Yeah, but what have you been up to? This is the last week of school, so I know you're finishing Honestly, your junior year up. Stop! Don't! Ah, I'm a senior. Isn't that weird to think about? <laughs> yeah, vir- you're a virtual senior. <laughs> I know it feels really strange, um, but I mean, it's been fine. I've just been doing a lot of studying, a lot of like, I don't want to say like relaxing, but a lot of doing things that I don't normally do. Like the other night, I spent three hours on TikTok which I've never had the time to do before, you know, because I was like uh-huh. classes and MCAT setting. It like took all my time to do stuff like that out of, out of the way. But uh, now that everything's online, things are just kind of different. You know, I'm sure you've experienced that too, Matt. Have you? Yeah. So much time to do things. So much time in the day. Yeah. It's too much time in the day almost, which yeah. I mean, it's for people like you and I, is hard. Cause I mean, we love to be go, go, going and it's kind of, we can't, you know, yeah, for sure. It's very um very hard but also kind of nice. But I know you've been having some you've some pretty tough classes compared to what mine have been just because some of my classes, some of my classes are really hard on like moving online, but and also some of them have just kind of been the teachers have very relaxed about what they're doing um like my hardest class of the semester turned out to be the easiest when it moved online. But for you, how have you been holding up, especially getting ready for finals and having to finish your labs up? Well, if it tells y'all anything about the state of things, I forgot that I had two lab reports due until 7 o'clock and they were due at midnight. Um, so I did that. <laughs> but physics has been hard, of course. Um, the rest of my classes have honestly not been that bad. The thing that I find hardest is keeping up with deadlines. Mm-hmm. like. It's it's almost like time doesn't exist when we're in quarantine, you know, like yeah. I do the same thing every day. So it's like why the only thing that changes is like if I have an exam or if I have deadlines and especially like the little assignments have been so weird because like, for example, the other day on the health economics thing do I did it. But then the blackboard blackboard completely shut down for whatever reason a couple of days ago, like at night. And so she extended it in another week. So it's almost like time exists but it doesn't exist you know what i'm saying yeah all my stuff's been pushed back too yeah which is sucks because you've already gotten it organized yeah it'll be interesting to see if we do move to online for next semester how things will work but i know one thing that's coming up quickly is finals this week and next week so how are you preparing for your finals your virtual the first thing that i normally do is calculate what I need in the class to make an A, which sounds like kind of lazy. I, some, somebody made fun of me for it one time. I'm like, well, that's so lazy. All you're doing is 
trying to do the bare minimum in a class to get an A. Well, you know, an A is an A. And people after won't be able to look at you and say, oh, well, you made a 91.3. So that's not really an A versus someone who made the 98, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I have been doing, that's the first thing I do is I calculate my grade. I look and there's a lot of good online resources. Um, I was actually looking at a few before we started, if you can just a minute, um, that will help you calculate your grades for you. Like, um, the, oh, it's called rapid tables, grade calculator. So what you do is you put in your test averages, your homework averages, your quiz averages, and then how much each of them weigh. So like if I, my tests are 70% or 60% of my physics grade. So then test equal the the average of the test times 0.6 for your final grade. Um, And then you can change your exam average to see what you need. So for example, if you get, if you miss two questions, say you miss two questions, you still make an A, you can change it. So they're four points each. So that's 92. You can change it within the calculator and find out what you need to pass a class or make an A in the class, which I feel like is a really good resource and honestly pretty cool. Um, but there are several of them out there. I, that is actually the first thing that I do because it's so important to know what you need to make on your exams. Uh-huh, for sure. And it will take a lot of stress off of you as well because sometimes you're, you're doing it and you're like, shoot, I need a 95. But then other times you're doing it and you're like, well, I only need a 60. So am I going to spend more time on this exam than I need a 60 or more time on the exam than I need a 95? Well, obviously, you do the cost-benefit analysis, which I learned from my health economics class, not from, not from being a business major. But, um, and you look at it and you decide which one, which runs out. Like, I know that for me, I will study for physics the most or biochemistry the most because those are the classes that I have a teeter on the edge of an A and I need to do just a little bit better and I can, I can pull through, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and do you use, too, I think one thing is the GPA calculator on my.sc to calculate yes. if you get this in one class and this in the other class. And are you someone that uses that? I do, um, especially when I have a semester where everything's, where it feels like I'm going to get a lot of varying grades. So it's not like I'm not going to get all B's or I'm going to get all A's. It's like, I'm going to get a B plus an A is C, you know? Um, Uh I use that then because it's good for your GPA, but I like to break it down first within the individual classes. Um, Unless now I know some people that live classes are only an hour and I'm sure there are classes that everyone takes that are about, that only count for an hour. So if you make a C in that class, it won't hurt you as much as a C in another class. So they'll use that and realize, okay, well, I, maybe I can skip doing this lab report for the two, three or four hours that it'll take me and start studying for this class where a three credit with a C plus is better than getting a three credit with a C. Um, so there's really a lot of thinking that you have to do within it. Um, do you, Matt, do you ever talk to your professors? Like if you're teetering on the edge of a grade, I know that, that is something that I had to deal with today. Do you ever have to deal with that or how do you approach that situation? I have never had to do it in college, but I definitely think that you should definitely I guess, shoot your shot if you're teetering on the edge. I know teachers say that like it's not worth it, but if you're a good student, I've been putting the time and effort and your teacher's seen that, I definitely think it's very worth it. But I think also given the challenges right now, obviously we know that we're moved to pass-fail. So how are you, I know you're a obviously they're going to grad school 
And I know some students have talked about how they can't use pass-fail because of that. And, you know, they have to have actual grades for applying to grad school. But how are you handling the option of going to pass-fail? And are you going to use it? Um, so it depends. I'm going to do – I might end up using it if I can't make an A in my physics class. Um, but it really just depends on your situation. So, for example, if – I made a C in my physics class, but if that is, or I guess not a C, so that's a, that's a bad example. If I'm in a B plus in my physics class, then if I calculate it with my GPA, if that brings my GPA up, then I feel like it's worth taking the B plus over the A, you know, but mm -hmm. same thing. If you have a C, if you're making a C plus and you're, it'll bring your GPA up, then you might as well just take the C plus, even though it looks quote bad on the transcript, if it helps your GPA overall, that's really what most schools are going to be looking for. But for Pass Plus, it's very tricky. So one med school, the one in Greenville, has said that they will accept Pass Plus classes only for this semester. However, the other ones aren't really saying, um, which I think is why USC extended that option until July. So mm -hmm. I think, in my personal opinion, everybody's going to have to be dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this is uh -huh. a one-time thing where Say, for example, I, knock on wood, had a really bad flu and had to be hospitalized, hospitalized this semester, right? That's a case-by-case -case basis. So if I was to make a C plus, I could try to explain that to medical schools, and they might not accept my answer. But this has been affecting everyone, every student in college, everyone across the entire U.S., across the entire world, really. And um, they are going to have to make exceptions. Whether or not they will will be interesting to see. And my thought process behind that as well, Matt, is in making your decisions with grad schools, med schools, law schools, whatever you want to go to, um, if they do not accept that this is a global pandemic, everybody is suffering, everybody's at home, everybody is not able to do, like, for example, the gym, maybe not able to do the gym, which was previously their coping mechanisms, people aren't able to see their therapist. If they are not willing to recognize that that will have an effect on your grade, and you might need to go pass, pass or fail, um, is that really a school that you want to go to? One that doesn't care that much about your mental health and how it doesn't care that there are things outside of your control that you can't help in school. Um, I just don't, I think in my mind, it's not worth it for me because what if on a very individual basis, what if I get to junior year of med school and I maybe start having seizures or maybe I get um, I don't know, a disease, which, I mean, the, the likelihood of that happening is some to none, right? But do you want to go to a school that will accept that and take that as um, you messing up once and not just expelling you and leaving you on your own, you know? Um, yeah. So I think that's something very interesting to take into account. And I've heard people weigh it like that. Like if your school or your employer or your whoever doesn't care about your well-being enough to take that, take those things into consideration, is it really a place that you want to be? Mm-hmm. And then moving to how you study for finals. I know we've talked about this in the past. We've had like an episode on, but obviously your big thing is going to the library and finding your space. But now people are home with a lot of distractions. And yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are used to it by now and adjusting. But also I think finals, especially for those tough finals, it's kind of a different, a different, it's a game changer. You know, you're studying for hours on end, but how, do you recommend it? What are some of your study methods you use anyway? And then how are you adapting to being at home and not, you know, in a space like the library where you can be in silence? 
Yeah, so one of my biggest coping mechanisms was kind of the gym, um, and obviously all the gyms were closed. And during, when I would go, when normal school year, I'd go to the gym once a day, didn't have to be right before I was studying, and I would feel like I could still get the benefits of the gym without having to do it right before I started. But I would that, I will say quarantine's been different because I feel like if I don't run beforehand, um, and that's, I mean, that's about all anybody can do is go and run outside, um, that gives me both my interaction with the outside world for the day and it also gives me that exercise that I need so I've made sure that before I start studying I go outside get out of the house and go on a run um which I feel like has been very beneficial to me um but besides that I mean my study has pretty much did the same it's just been um more my other habits that have changed um Mm. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I've definitely utilized online resources as much, maybe a little bit more. Um, but I don't feel like it's been as important as really making sure that mentally I'm there and mentally I'm able to do the work that I need to get done. Um, and I think yeah. that's the same. That goes for everybody. Um, we do have the option of pass plus now or pass and pass plus now. So I think as long as you're doing what you're doing to maintain your grades in a healthy manner and you're trying to take care of yourself as best as possible, you really can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. And how do you, I know you have study methods you use, especially when you're studying for like the MCAT, but what are some of those methods that you do? So I religiously reorganize my notes over and over and over again. I feel like it helps me condense things and put them back into perspective and what I need to know. Um, so I just had a physics exam and that's what I did. I went through all of our notes. And I put the examples a different color, but besides that, I went through everything. I color-coded things, and I felt like it would be beneficial. I wrote everything out nice and neat so that I really understood everything coming together. And it's, I feel like it's really easy to um, read something and think that you understand it. But when you go back and try to organize it and, and say, can I really go through this example again instead of just copying it down, it really gives you, like, a heightened sense of awareness of oh wait maybe I don't know what this says maybe I don't know how to do this um which I think that in quarantine is especially useful because you can't really talk to your friends about it you know you can't go to the library and ask someone about it but you can look back at your notes and um see if there's anything in there that can help you with it and then then access those online resources Mm -hmm. that's a good a good method and also and then also I wanted to ask because I know you're really good at this but how do you keep distractions at bay like your phone because I know when you're studying, you won't touch it. So how do you do that? Um, so there's this app that I just actually recently got because it's been harder in quarantine. I mean, we're not in our daily routines. I don't feel, I feel like I have all the time in the world, honestly, to study whatever I need to study. So there's an app that's called the Forest app and you like grow little trees, which sounds so dumb. It sounds so dumb, but it's like a little tree that you're growing is the longer you study. So you stay studying for 30 minutes, you set a timer and you can't touch your phone. You can't unlock it. You can't exit the app or your little tree will die. So I don't want my little tree to die. So I um, have been able to kind of do it that way. There's also something within that app where you can study with your friends. So like, for example, Matt, if you needed to study and I was already studying, we could link our trees so that if you exited and your tree died, then my tree died as well. So it's kind of an accountability thing there. Um, It's called Forest. It's free. Really enjoy the app. I think it's it's a good motivator. It sounds really stupid, but it's a good motivator and it's good to get – to limit it's distractions not, yeah on it's a good idea for right now you know but and then are there any other apps that you use to study i know we've we've talked in the past too about like scannable like the scan the app for scanning like whiteboards and stuff but not everyone has a whiteboard but i definitely use it for like paper notes mm-hmm. but anything else that you're using at home to study right now 
Honestly, not really. Um, I'm pretty much just doing the same, the same old, same old. Um, I did grab my, I, I purchased an iPad a couple of years back um, with an Apple Pencil. And so I did get that for my house. And I feel like with the online format of classes, that's been really helpful because it's a lot of um, me taking my own notes versus me getting a handout from a professor or printing out a quiz and trying to put that back into the um, scan it and put it in the iPad. So that's been nice, but that's not something that's easily accessible to everyone. And I understand that. And um, it's definitely made my life easier. There's an app called Notability and it'll let you write on your notes. You can import like your physics notes and then it'll let you write directly on them, which is nice, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, besides that, really not that much, Matt. Have you been utilizing anything new? I have not. I mean, most of my finals are either like an oral, like for my language class, it's like an oral exam. So it's kind of like one-on-one -on -one with the professor. But other than that, all of mine are like, take it your own time, very uh, basic knowledge. But also I just have, I've had a lot more project-based things than I have had exams, which has been kind of nice and a lot more, I guess, engaging and fun because um, instead of studying for stuff but like I'm taking a class right now where I had to make a website so stuff like that but you know I know you have more classes that are test heavy so I wanted to ask yeah, well, you I, I think that's pretty cool honestly Matt um have you had problems you have you felt like with your um like your group mates being able to do their work and being able to get in contact with them yeah I, and that was one, one of my classes was a was a research class that was just group focused but that was the class that kind of got canceled pretty much canceled um just because the professor was really understanding and didn't want to put you know people worry about you know writing a i was supposed to write like a 25 page research paper but that ended up not happening so that was going to be my hardest class but i haven't had any group projects either so it hasn't been too much of a challenge but it's been pretty good so far, but I know you have a lot of studying to do right now, so I will leave yes. you to it, but is there anything else that you want to, like, leave us with? I don't think, I really don't think so, Matt. Is there anything you'd like to add to any of what I said? No, I don't think so. I think definitely listen to what our last episodes with the professors, what they have to say, because I definitely think that if we do move to more online classes, you know, those are great resources. And I think professors have moved in the right direction as well. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take I'm taking some summer classes online. So maybe those will be a little more intense, like your classes have been in mine this semester. But follow us mm -hmm. on Instagram, guys. And thank you for listening. And it was good to have you back, Matt. After your Yeah, it's nice to be back. Ride. I missed miss you guys. I missed doing this. Yeah, but we'll see you guys next week, um, and we'll be doing more episodes so throughout the summer. So definitely tune in and listen, but we'll see you guys next week. Bye. All right, bye. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.